UELSU elections. Hello and welcome to coverage of the UELSU election hustings 2016. It's that time of year again when you vote in who you want to run the student union in the next academic year. Up for grabs are five full-time paid officer positions, but just as important are the part-time officers. Part-time officers are current students who sit on student council and pass through policy that the union adopts in the future. But now let's switch our focus to sports officer. Although the union doesn't currently manage the sports teams at UEL, the sports officer role is important to make sure that students who take part in sport have a voice in the union. One candidate is standing for sports officer, and that is Kelly Canubia. Each candidate gets to give an opening speech before being asked several questions about their position. Let's hear what Kelly had to say about his candidacy. Hi everyone, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Kelly Canubia. I'm running for sports officer. Um, part of the Slate United We Stand. Um, yeah, and um, that's it. Yeah, okay, that's absolutely fine. Okay, so uh, one question we already have. What experience do you have that makes you the best person for this position? Well, um, I've always been a sporty person. And I love sports. Last year, I participated in four different sports for the university. That's um, American football, basketball, athletics, and judo. So, yes, I do think I'm very well qualified for this role. As well as the fact that I am also a PR and I'm a very sociable person, so I'm good at inspiring people. And I can bring both together to execute my role. Okay, that's 30 seconds. Thank you. Uh, another question we've had. UELSU and UEL Sports haven't worked together as much as they could. How would you improve that relationship? That's really a good question. Um, basically, UEL Sports have a very good student participation because they have sports clubs. UELSU represents the students, but not in, not in sports. So bringing them together is actually my main goal, carrying out this role. And that's what I plan on doing, bringing them together. So in the length of a tweet, why should people vote for you? Vote for me because United stand. Okay, and the final question will be, what is your favorite sport? American football. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Please round of applause, please. That was Kelly running for sports officer, and you can find his manifesto at uelunion.org forward slash elections. Now on to international non-EU officer. This is a position dedicated to students who have come to study at UEL from countries outside the European Union. Running for this position is Jamila Lemaire, and let's hear her opening speech now. So, hello, everyone. I'm from Australia, and I'm running for international non-EU. Um, I want to help make students' lives easier here at UEL by um, improving the students' advice and services here. I also want to achieve a sense of community between international students by having more events and socials and you know, influencing international food store work here and international way of making a bigger thing and just yeah, achieving that sense of community. Also want to promote the issues that are faced by international students. And yeah, that's it.
standing and we can ask the question. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think is the most important issue facing international non-EU students at UEL? I just don't think there's government support. I think government support is the main issue that we're facing. Um, that's something that needs to be addressed and promoted throughout. How will you engage with international students? Yep, going back to like International Week and throwing events and socials and just doing more of that because I feel like at the moment there's not so much integration between international students and we've got so many nationalities and different people from different countries here. I've got like 120 nationalities here. So we need to just integrate it more rather than having them separate and just sticking in their own groups. We need to bring more together. The final question will be a bit of a, a funnier question, shall we say. So, for example, what is your favourite pizza topping? My favourite pizza topping? Yes. And how, well, no, how should I phrase that? What pizza topping best describes you as a candidate? <laughs> 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 oh, vegetarian. Well, you laugh, so. Okay. Vegetarian, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Right. Thank you very much. Please give a round of applause to Camilla. I was Jamila, who's running for international non-EU officer, and it would only be appropriate to move on to the other position dedicated to international students, international EU officer. This is designed for non-home students who are from a country in the European Union. Running for this position is Antonia Patsalu, and we can hear from her now. Hi guys, I'm Antonia. I'm from Cyprus, so in the EU, and I just want to say that I saw that no one is running not against me, but there's no one standing up to fight to stay in the EU. We need England to stay in the EU because not just to benefit the other countries, but e uh, Britain themselves. We've got over 4 million citizens, British citizens, living in the EU. You can imagine what will happen when they leave the EU. It was very difficult to start as an EU student, but I found many people through the Student Union that helped me through that. And I want to give that opportunity to other EU students coming from the next year. Um, we've got International Week, which is a great opportunity to help people meet other people. We've arranged to get the accommodation installments up to seven, and we're fighting to get it up to eight in September. Basically, I just need people to help me get the voice out there. We need to stay. England needs to stay in the EU, and I need people to back me up. That's all I'm asking for, basically. You touched in in your opening speech, but one of the questions was, what stance do you think that the SU should take for the EU referendum and how will you convince students that it's the right stance to take? And you'll have 30 seconds to answer. Well, we have passed the policy to vote to stay in the EU, but I think we need to put a louder voice out there to make more people understand the disadvantages of leaving the EU instead of just focusing on what's going to happen if they do leave. Um, yeah, so I just think if we put a louder voice out there, make people understand what's going to happen if they do leave the EU, it will be a better p opportunity for us to actually give the students from the EU a better opportunity from next year. How do you plan to engage international, specifically EU students, more with the Students' Union? Well, I'm very passionate about that because I heard many people talking about the Student Union and say, ah, I don't know what they do, I don't know why I should join. I believe through International Week, instead of just um, celebrating all the diversity of the university, we should actually also focus on what the university does for them through the Student Union. 
So if the student union can go out there and make them feel that they're more than welcome to the student union, there's much more than just being in a position or just talking about problems based on uni, I think it would be easier to get them into the union. Okay, unless there are any more questions from the floor, we'll move to a 30-second summation. Okay, so I don't have much to say again. I don't like talking that much, to be honest. But um, if you guys can support me, I think it will be great to stay in the EU, and it will be great to see how students can actually fight for what they believe in, that's all. Thank you very much. That was Antonia running for International EU Officer. Remember, you can vote and find out candidate manifestos at uelunion.org forward slash elections. There you will also find details about the results event, which is happening this Friday from 4pm in WBGO2 in Docklands campus. Come along and see if who you voted for got elected into office. Well, no one can deny that mature students make up a key part of UEL's student body. There are lots of mature students on campus from those studying masters and PhDs to those who started an undergraduate degree later in life. These people are represented by the mature students officer. Looking to be a representative for this position is Moses Cariol. Let's see how he got on at the hustings last week in Stratford. Guys, uh, my name's Moses. I'm running for mature students officer, purely because I'm a mature student myself. Um, I think mature students are very important at uni because as opposed to, you know, um, students who have just come out, come out of college and is, are studying something that they necessarily don't want to study. There's a reason um, they're back at uni. It's probably because they've got a business idea and, you know, they, they're actually studying what they want to study. Um, the reason I think I'm a good uh, person to represent them is because I've, I've gone through so much in my first year. Um, I know about, all about the resources and the schemes available to them. Um, I was a finalist at the Enterprise and Innovation Competition. Um, and it's just to let them know about all the resources and schemes that are available to them. And hopefully they can get all of that under their belt and their CV as well. Because they are you know, competing against these younger people who might get a job um, rather than them because of the age, really. Thank you. Uh, so one question we have, how do you aim to promote the students' union to mature students? And you have 30 seconds to yeah. Okay. Um, so it's just about, um, um, well, I do websites, so what I want to do is uh, I want to create this forum where, you know, um, student can, students can actually share ideas. Um, I wanna, I'm very tight with Cadiza and Tim at the Enterprise and Innovation um, team as well, and I want to let them know about um, the the competition which runs every year um stuff like going global as well they can travel abroad um study abroad and it's not only about studying fun as well you know um yeah Sorry. <laughs> so, thank you. uh another question we had uh yeah so what issue do you think is most important to or what issue do you think what do you think is the biggest issue facing mature students on campus the biggest issue for mature students is, um, you know, they come into uni and they feel left out um, purely because most of the kids are, are young. You know, um, that man over there, Adrian, can tell you it's not all about work with me. Um, I'm always at the parties, the board parties. They feel left out. So I want to let them know through the student union about all the events that are going on um, and, you know, just just not make them feel left out, really. That's the thing. You will have a 30-second summation now. 
Well, I just really want to let the um, mature students know about um, short courses which are available to them, like, you know, if they're computer illiterate, um, TOEFL as well, um, Smart Progression Fund, I believe they've got as well. Um, you know, there was a time when I was broke. I didn't have any money. I applied for the, um, for the Progression Fund. And, you know, if you're not if you're not educated about all these resources that are available to you, you know, um, you're just going to miss out, really. Um, yeah. Moses there, running for mature students officer, and as well as mature students, it's always important to have a focus on students who are doing their studies whilst also raising children. That's where the student parents officer comes in. This role will represent the views of student parents at UEL and look to make their lives of study easier. Sam Massapa is the only candidate for this position, and he even brought his children along to the hustings. Let's hear from him now. Thank you. Uh, my name is Sam. Um, I'm a parent. As you can see, I brought my two kids with me. Many of you have seen my son. Um, as a parent, um, studying at UEL is a big challenge. Uh, if you're a parent, uh, you've got to do, of course, if you're, if you're working, you've got your kids' school run and so forth to do. Um, it's been a challenge for me through the three years that I've been here so far. And yes, it's very easy to give up and forget about the course and get engaging anything. Um, and I had a choice either to just focus on trying studying or try and engage in other things. Because at the end of the day, you want to get a degree. And at the end of the day, once you get your degree, you want to get a good job. But you also need to get experience. So during the three years that we're here, I want parents to know that, yes, you have kids. Yes, they're growing up. The three years may seem a challenge, but if you engage in the activities the university has, then as a parent, you actually receive more than just getting a degree because then you also learn to balance your time and manage it. And this is something you can sell um, to your employers. So I want parents to know that the university has means to support them as a parent to complete their studies. Um, so one of the questions is, what more do you think the union could do to support student parents? And you'll have 30 seconds to answer. Thank you. Um, one of the things is parents need a voice or engagement with the student union more in knowing what is there available for them and how can the union support them. And I'm hoping that um, I can meet with parents, we can come up with a plan of action together that we can implement and I can voice this to the authorities within the university and say, look, this is what the parents need. I know the university has things in place. For example, there is the crash understanding that's being developed for parents or people who have kids that they can use here at uh, UH. Um, I know there used to be something at Docklands which was shut down. So things like that for parents to know that there is support and how can we work together to make the university see. Uh, conversely, so this question is about the university. How do you think, what more do you think the university could do access-wise and facilities-wise to support student parents? Okay. Um, one of the other things I think is that um, the nature of the activities that are available, sometimes the way they are programmed is a challenge for parents to attend because most events are in the evenings and sometimes parents can't attend and yet they need these, these services, these activities, these uh, networking events. So if they can be made in such a way that either they're during the day or integrated within the academic curriculum, so they're part of the course, so they can be within the, the, the time when students are studying, that would help parents to attend more and engage more and voice more what they think. 
unless there are any other questions we can now move on to the summation and you'll have 30 seconds for that uh, what I hope during my time of office is at the end of the day is that parents, while they are studying at UEL, maximize opportunities that are available for them. They can't take up every opportunity, but there are some specifics that they can do. For example, if you have a business idea, if you want to do research, there are all these opportunities we have. For example, like now there is the, there is the research scheme that happens during the summer where you can earn 2,000 pounds. You can build your research skills. We have to write... Um, research other dissertations or you're going to do reports things like that you want to build statistic reports you want to learn those skills that will help you when you go out to market and say look this is what i did so i'm hoping things like that parents will get more involved while i'm doing my time of office that's sam running for student parents officer now as mentioned earlier in the program voting will be taking place all this week until friday at 12 p.m online at uelunion.org but in addition to that, there will also be polling stations all around campus in case you want to come out and vote in person. The polling stations can be found in the hub and in the library in Docklands campus, in the hub and in the library in Stratford campus, and in USS campus. Remember, every vote makes a difference. There have been many elections decided by the smallest of margins, so voting is the only way you can make a contribution to that result. On to liberation officers now. Like every student union, UELSU believes in supporting LGBT, black students, students with disabilities and women. All these areas are represented by officers. Here you'll be hearing from candidates running for LGBT officer and women's officer. Starting with LGBT officer, there are two candidates for this position, M Fleet and Daniel Holmes. Unfortunately, Daniel couldn't attend the hustings, but we can hear from M right now. Um, I'm M. I'm applying for LGBT officer. Um, I've been in the LGBT society since September. Um, I've been very active. I've helped to uh, organize the uh, LGBT History Month this February, and I've recently become treasurer of the society, um, and I have a very good relationship with the community on campus, and I have many ideas on how to improve the society. I'd also I'd like to increase representation and the presence of LGBT students at university through events and social media, such as having a delegation at Pride in 2016. Um, and I'd like to get gender-neutral toilets on both campuses um, to support trans and non-binary students at UEL and to make UEL in line with other UK universities. Um, I'm also planning to be delegate in the upcoming NUS LGBT conference um, as I'm dedicated and I'd really like to get ideas for the for our university on how we can improve it. For LGBT students, I'm genuine, passionate, trustworthy and attentive and I will do everything to make UEL inclusive and fun for LGBT students. Um, so the first question we have is what are you planning to do to improve campus life for LGBT students? And you'll have 30 seconds to answer each question. Um, well, I'd like to first improve the LGBT society's representation, um, as it's quite um, quite small at the moment, and I think we need more social media presence and um, more sort of events going on. Um, I'd also like to do stuff off campus, such as I said, with Pride. Um, and what was the question? Oh yeah, and I just like to be here for like and make myself known for students that I will listen to them and bring their issues to student council. What do you think is the most important issue facing LGBT students on campus? Um, 
I'd say that a big issue is lack of um, just representation and presence. There isn't um, much going on, especially because the LGBT society has only uh, restarted again this September, and we just need to work to get everything um, sort of everything more out there and better and have more of a presence so that people who are afraid um, maybe to come out or um, have issues with their sexuality feel more confident to be um, at university and feel like they have lots of support there, especially for people of all sexualities and genders as well. Um, yeah, that's, that's it. Thank you. That's it for the question. So each part-time position can have a 30-second summation as well, if you want, if you still have things to say. If you no. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Thank you, Em. That was Em, who is running for LGBT officer. Also running in that election is Daniel Holmes, and you can check out his manifesto at uelunion.org forward slash elections. Remember to follow all the elections action on social media using the hashtag UELSU2016. Now on to women's officer. There are two candidates running, Isla Michelle Demir and Gracie Lloyd. Gracie couldn't attend the hustings, but we can hear from Michelle on what she thinks she can bring to the role. Hello, my name's Michelle. Um, I'm doing the MSc Psychology course here at UEL, and I just started in January, a January starter, which is unusual. Um, so, and UEL is unique in that way in that it has courses starting in January. I think that's a really big selling point for the university. Um, so, um, I've worked in women's support services in the NHS and in the voluntary sector. I've worked as a support worker with women's groups and a community worker with women's groups. Um, and I've worked as a psychology researcher for the NHS, again, specifically focusing with women on women's, uh, mental and social and sexual issues uh, and needs um, and uh, I've also worked as a, a librarian in my undergrad uni and anyway so why I'm here is because I would love very much to start a feminist society. I've been told by um, a lot of students and staff that this was one of the first universities to have a women's department. So the first question is actually similar to the other one. What do you think is the most important issue facing women on campus? And you'll have 30 seconds to answer. Well, um, I'm, it's not going from what I think, Mark, what I think the issue is. Well, maybe in terms of research, I'm sure uh, my uh, opinion does impact on the conversations I have with people. But what I've heard from the women that I've spoken to is that basically they don't feel that their voice is heard. I mean... All of the um, theories, concepts, um, organizations, institutions, groups that they're involved with, they're all sort of very patriarchal. There's always like men in charge and or either very masculinized and they just don't feel that, you know, actual women's perspective has, you know, has any place or is, is not heard. Uh, so another question is, what will you do to engage more women in the union and its activities? 
So um, I just feel so privileged and honoured to have been told that this was one of the first universities to have uh, a women's department and apparently the mural in the Great Hall has got a woman in the middle of it. And I would really love um, to start a new feminist society, Students' Union's Feminist Society. Um, and I must say, I have to say, I don't care about the timing, but um, just doing research for this position, this candidate position, and reading stuff about statistics and facts around women's issues is just... So unless there are any other written questions, we can move to the summation, which will be 30 seconds. Okay, so the summation is that uh, hopefully I will uh, be able to get, I need, I think I'm going to need three women interested in being in the, in the committee to get a feminist society started and hold some events, some workshops and hope be like a think tank or like a forum or a platform for just women's issues. I mean, that would be the ideal. That was Michelle, who's running for women's officer. Gracie Lloyd is also running for the position. Find our manifesto at uelunion.org forward slash elections, which is also the place for all your UELSU elections needs. Along with women's officer, we also have candidates for the women's place at the NUS National Conference, which would take place this April. Conference delegates will represent the union at conference and report their findings back to the officer team. They can also vote on motions tabled at the conference. There are four candidates running for two women's places at the conference. Sajana Barandi, Sweta Chantel, Cynthia Medel, and Amna Zahur. Amna was the only candidate at the hustings, and you can hear from her now. Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Amna, and I'm a postgraduate student. Uh, currently, I'm doing MSc in International Business Management. And why I felt to uh, stand for this position is... Uh, I felt at the master's level because most of the students in my class and as other masters, they don't know much about the student union and they don't know how to speak to about their issues. So I think being a part of the UEL uh, delegate for women, we will be aspiring students to feel more secure, uh, to achieve their best, and we will be encouraging students to talk to us, to talk to the student union so we can represent them at the international level and we can tackle all these problems. And uh, I'm working with the United We United Stand group. So we will be working together to um, find the solutions for all these students at the master's level. And also I have been, um, I was class representative at undergraduate level. And also I have worked as a student support officer in my previous workplace. So I hope you all vote me and let us represent at national level. Thank you. Uh, we're now going to move on to questions. Uh, so the first one, uh, you'll have 30 seconds to answer this question. What does the NUS mean to you? And U.S. basically, as you all know, that it is a place where it is a place for all the students and they represent the students at the national level and they hold the account in the government as well. So I think it is very important for all the students to help their problems get solved and to make our lives better at the uni level. Yeah, that's it. The second question is, what is the role of a delegate? 
For me, uh, the role of delegate is to represent the student problems, their concern at the national level from the university. So we will be um, looking for the problems at the all at postgraduate level, particularly in my case, and then we will represent them at the national level and try to make their experience better. Okay, the third question. Do you think it's more important to represent students' views or your own views when voting on national policy? I think I am a student as well, so it's more important to support all these students and to represent their views. Obviously, uh, being a student, I know it is very important for me to bring forward all the problems and all the concerns which are which have not been addressed so i think uh, others views is more important as well being a delegate so yeah that's it. thank you okay if there are no other questions you will have 30 second summation speech you don't want it okay thank you very much round of applause please that was Amna, who's running for NUS National Conference Delegate Women's Place. There are three other candidates running who are Sweater, Chantal, Cynthia Medel, and Sajana Barandi. Their manifestos are available at uelunion.org forward slash elections. The final part-time officer position we'll be hearing from today is for student governor trustee. There are two candidates for this position, Adrian Patsalos and Akhtar Raju. Actar wasn't available for these hustings, so we'll only be hearing from Adrian. Here is his opening speech. Students, I could stand here and tell you everything is perfect, but I'll probably be lying to you. Um, through my two years as a full-time officer, I've, I've managed to understand that the union needs to invest time and resources in making the union relevant and linked to the students and what the students want us to do. We've invested a lot of time and money in doing proper research with the best research company in the nation for student unions, having a governance review that looks at our democratic procedures, and it's a blessing to see all of you running in this election. I'm extremely proud, and thank you for doing that. Um, but I can strongly say that over my two years as a, as a, a full-time officer, people would ask, why are you running again? You know, you've done your job, move on. And I think I've got this mad passion for this org, and I really want to see the hard work pay off. So I hope that all of you will support me and support the next team, whoever they are, to do well and uh, support them to implement whatever the findings of our governance and strategic review are. Thank you. So, um, what experience do you have of being on a trustee board? <laughs> well, it, 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 it happens that I chair uh, the trustee board this year. Um, I'll tell you, um, it, it's, I've been on the trustee board for two years now. Um, it, it's been a different experience, one being a member and having someone else chair, and I learned a lot from that. And I have to be very grateful for the people that taught me those skills for me to move on and chair the trustee board the next year. Um, people just think we, we're at the top and we take easy decisions and we have fun time and we have fancy meals. That's not the case. There have been some very tough decisions uh, in the past few years, so there's a lot of experience right there, and I hope you uh, recognize that. The next question is, do you think students should have more access to the Board of Trustees? Um, very recently, there was a very intense debate at the Trustee Board about um, not the students having access of to the Board of Trustees, but the students leading the topics that are discussed at the Board of Trustees, the students being the agenda at all times on what is discussed at the Board of Trustees, and also the lack of transparency with our students, and even amongst the union. We need to be an open book, we need to be transparent, and anyone should be able to know what is being discussed, when, and by whom. 
what do you think is the most important job for a student trustee? I think a student trustee, I would say, is the most important person uh, in that trustee board. Uh, people might think it's the chair, people might think it's the externals, but um, it's been fascinating how many times our student trustee this year has turned up and said, hold on, think about that. And all of us have just gone blank. Um, that student is a student, he's in the classrooms, he's facing the daily battles that students are facing on the ground. Uh, so the student trustee is the only and unique voice on that trustee board and it's a constant reminder that we need to be relevant and linked to our membership. Okay, uh, another question is, should there be more student trustee positions available than there currently are? Um, I would strongly support that, um, but at the same time it would mean we would need to uh, increase the numbers of our external trustees to strike a balance. Um, because there's certain ways that trustee boards are, are formed and the membership. So yes, my answer to, is yes, there should be. But getting external trustees is quite a challenge, and any student union will tell you that. Um, they volunteer the time, they don't get paid, and they are professionals having day-to-day day jobs. They've got children, they've got other things to do. So if we can strike that balance, absolutely yes. We'll now move on to the 30-second summation. Thank you, Sam. Um, the last thing I would say to all of you is that um, there's been a lot of success out there. The shuttle bus, the international student graduation, you'll see a tub up point there in John Smith's, and there's been a lot of change that has been achieved, but I cannot claim all of that change by myself. I've had an amazing team backing me throughout the process. My executive team have been a blessing. They've been working hard. Our student governor trustees, our part-time officers have played a crucial role, and all of you will play a crucial role next year. Either you get elected or not, I would still encourage you to engage with the union, lead the union, and make sure that the student voice is at the forefront of everything we do. Thank you. That was Adrian, who's running for student governor trustee along with Aptar Raju. Remember, you can find their manifestos at uelunion.org forward slash elections. Now, before we go, there are a few part-time positions who have candidates but weren't featured on today's programme. You can find out all the information at uelunion.org forward slash elections. Make sure to cast your vote in the election before Friday at 12pm at uelunion.org or on campus at the Stratford Hub, the Stratford Library, the Docklands Hub, the Docklands Library or on USS Campus. And feel free to attend this Friday at 4pm in WBGO2 in Docklands Campus when all the results will be revealed. Be sure to check out our other show on UELSU Radio to hear from the candidates running for the full-time positions. Thank you for listening and goodbye.